Hey, it's time for Voice Over Body Shop. I hope I remember how to do all this after a couple of weeks. <laughs> We've got great guests tonight. Joining us from Atlanta is Leah and Sila Hoffman. Hi. Hey, guys. Great to have you on. We're going to talk hey. about all the cool stuff that they do in their podcast and uh, their voiceover careers. If you have a question for them, throw it in the chat room in either Facebook or in LinkedIn, or if you're on and YouTube, YouTube, and it's all you have to do is just type in a question, because you're going to have a whole pile of questions for them, right? We hope so. Okay, We're here for great. it, aren't we, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Are we awesome. all ready? It's yeah. time for VoiceOver Body Shop right now. VoiceOver Body Shop is brought to you by VoiceOverEssentials.com, the home of Harlan Hogan's signature products. Source Elements, the folks who bring you Source Connect. VOHeroes.com, become a hero to your clients with award-winning voiceover training. VoiceActor.com, your voiceover website ready in minutes. VoiceOver Extra, your daily resource for voiceover success. And by World Voices, the industry association of freelance voice talent. And now, here's your hosts, Dan and George. Well, hello there. I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Woodham. I'm glad you remembered that. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or V-O-B-B. Yes. All righty. Well, we're back after after off for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I had I had to go to a wedding in Denver, so the wife and I decided to take a long, extended road trip. Um, and George said, "Look, if you're going to go to Monument Valley, you have to go to the spot where Forrest Gump turned around from the run." And <laughs> the there I am. Was, he's <laughs> like, "I'm tired of running." Yeah. I don't want to run them. I don't remember the line, but yeah, it's it's a classic spot. It's uh, amazing, and it's yeah. cool because Dan, my girlfriend, and I did that trip similar a similar trip in into Colorado and back two years ago. It's it's a heck of a drive, a heck it of was. a drive. But man, is it incredibly beautiful? Yeah, I mean, we we went through. My 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 wife's cousin is a geologist, and yeah. he spends a lot of time in Utah. So we went, we drove a lot through Utah saw petroglyphs that are 4,000 years old. We saw dinosaur footprints that were 150 million years old. It was really cool. And then we woke up one morning and said, we've seen enough rocks. Let's right. go home. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. It, you know there's a lot of amazing stuff to see in Utah when you pass three or four of the most beautiful national parks because you've just seen enough. You're good. Right. We didn't need to see, <laughs> see Bryce and Zion. That was the original thought. And we're like, ah, we're all tired. By that point, you're like, oh, man, I'm we're pooped. Let's go. Home. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think we should introduce our guests because yeah, that's really why we're here. Uh, Atlanta-based Leah Hoffman is a full-time professional voice actress with 20 years experience and a rich professional background in marketing, PR, management, music, and media. She's been working with leading brands around the world. Not only that, Leah and her kid voice actor daughter, Sila, have created a unique unscripted podcast, She Sounds Like Me. Sounds like fun. And they are both One Voice Award winners. Sila won the Best Children's Voiceover Performance in the Under 18 category. 
is that like the weight categories things? And uh, and 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 Leia won for the television web promo best overall performance. So let's welcome. Joining us from Atlanta is Leah and Sila Hoffman. Hey, Goyles. Hey. Hey, gents. How are ya? We're good, and we're so thrilled to have you with us. uh, (laughs) Thank you for having us. It's a total honor to be a part of your 12-year running successful cast. So thanks for us. Yeah, thanks for letting Sila stay up late. I know, right? I was just telling you. (laughs) It is. It's 8 o'clock in Atlanta, but we're happy to rock the bedtime to just be a part of your thing. I was telling Sila that you guys have been doing this show longer than she's been alive. Okay, you How's didn't have that? to. Long yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And and we haven't aged a bit. Not sure. You think this would age us a little bit. Anyway, let's talk about you and your careers. Now, Leah, what drew you to voiceover and 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 how did both of you get started? I mean, you having a kid there that's like, hey, get in front of the microphone and stuff. But tell us about your career first and, and how you got going. Sure. Um, I think just like every music junkie 20 years ago in the 90s, when you just wanted to share all the cool underground sound that was coming out of, uh, of your, of your area. I was in Chicago. I was a, a nightclub DJ at the time and I just wanted to, um, always share the best music that was coming, you know, to, to me. And so when I moved to Colorado, uh, I had an opportunity. Well, first I went to radio, to school for radio broadcast casting at Columbia in Chicago and uh, never really finished school, but got all the education that I needed to pursue a career in radio. And so when I took some time and moved to Colorado, uh, I had an opportunity to join the local radio station there and uh, be the uh, evening evening host. And then from there, created a, a show of my own that was syndicated in some of the mountain towns. And so I, I got to fulfill my dream of bringing my own music to to the masses out there. And, you know, back then, us radio jocks, especially in small, mid, mid-sized market uh, stations, we were always just doing the spots. That's the job. You, you, right. you know, you voice the commercials, you voice the advertisers, they cut your checks, and uh, you cut... Uh, <laughs> cut tape right back right. when we literally had to slice and dice uh, audio ourselves and, and tape reels together and so i didn't even know what i was doing was voiceover uh, but uh what's a reel is that sometimes what's a, a reel that that is a that is a 10 year old's question for Say? sure it's like a tape cassette it's but like you probably you know, don't know what that is telephone. either yeah, you it's... dial the phone you <laughs> pull up the reel come on kid get with it's the like program. whatever mom okay. um you. exactly so see i'm dating myself and that was 24 years ago and i was doing it and didn't even really know that this was voiceover i didn't know there was a career in it until uh, until I went to voiceover atlanta vo atlanta in 2018 and it just my mind blew i was Deep into marketing, I had long since pivoted out of radio, but I had never stopped voicing corporate narration and projects and radio spots. I used to run nightclubs here in Atlanta, so I would like always little things be, here and there. Yeah, little things here and there, just nightclub just campaigns and you know explainers and things like that, and people's voicemails. And I, again, still never knew it was it was actually a career for this until Vo Atlanta. And my mind just blew how much people, uh, just how vast this industry is and how much education and coaching and equipment, I mean, just all of it. 
And uh, I was so sick of being away from her and working uh, myself to the bone in corporate that um, I, I quit my job. A cold turkey. I had had it right before now Christmas. Now that's a role model right there. Yeah. yeah. Quit your way to the top. Don't quit your day job. Yes. <laughs> actually quit your day job. Um, you know, I had a safety net and had kind of my husband and I had been planning on this for a while, but I was too far away from my kid. And I just thought if I could apply half of the knowledge that I had in <laughs> marketing, in, uh, in radio and equipment as a DJ. Um, You're a wonderful voice. I guess, but that wasn't it. As we all know, it's not about the sound of your voice. Um, and your so I just knew. Yes, baby, it's your personality, and we shine. Uh, <laughs> but we, we just—I just knew that if I really put my heart and soul into it and went all in, that nothing but good could come out of it. Or I'd learn my lesson and put my, you know, head between my tail and roll on. And so I, I was doing it for a while, but then this one. Uh, one day I came off the bus and I was like, you know that thing you do? What's it? Uh, like voice over thingy? Uh, can I try like a script or something? She was five. I was five. I was five. Okay. And, uh, you got like a, like a, like an average, like script kids. Yeah, a couple of kids scripts. Script and I was like, sure, let's try one. Yeah. And I loved it. And for like the next like week or two, I was like, ooh, can I have a script every time I came off the bus? Granted, again, I was five, and I... She couldn't even read, guys, but she was like, it was fun for her to parrot lines and, like, try different sounds and tones and personalities, and we were just having fun. I mean, this is back when, George, I hate to admit this, but we were in the Skid Row Studios. You ever heard of those? You know, where you have mattresses against insulation and oh, moving oh, blankets. Sure. We've seen it all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the early days. <laughs> the smell, As they I are, can, you I know? the smell of them, yeah. Ooh, the smell. It was pretty oh. gnarly. But, um, but that's where we, we, we kind of both... And then, like, eventually, like, I started doing, like, one or two, like, actual things. And I did good. So she did really here good. I am. So here she is, five year pro, and um, and she's still surprising me every day. So it's just <laughs> a, it's just an honor and a pleasure to be able to have a chance to work with her. So, so uh, in other words, Silas. the the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. Sila, <laughs> did you have acting aspirations or en interest in acting at all before well, the voice stuff? I didn't really know that I I. I, I've been dancing since I was two, so I knew I was more like I was a performer. I wasn't, I wasn't a sports person. Never was, never will be. Dance is a sport. Dance. I'm not like a true yes, ball it is. sport person. <laughs> Marching band is also a sport. So sure, um. Um, but like <laughs> I knew I liked to perform, and I loved being on stage, and I also loved talking, and I feel like that's where most things start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I knew like. I like started piecing it together and I was like performance, being on stage, talking, being with mom. It's wonderful. When money <laughs> we're 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 living the dream. We are living the dream. Um <laughs> it was a really rocky dream at first, but I think now yeah. that we've worked out some kinks yeah. and 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 had some time to do that and figure out what our niches are and what our strengths and our weaknesses are, it's uh it's a, it's a lot easier to kind of work within those ranges.
Yeah, well, it sounds like your business grew very quickly. I mean, if you started in 20, so right before the pandemic, you started getting into this mm -hmm. and it apparently grew very quickly. Some people wait for years and it takes them a while to really get into it. Uh, but I guess because of your background in marketing, it went uh, that had choppy. a lot. Yeah. Like it, it, Sorry. Go ahead. No, what was that? It was like, it went like smooth and it was like building up and we, it was like started weird, but once you like kind of got like the hang of it just a little bit, it was able to like build up super easily. This is my hype woman here. You guys know that? <laughs> you guys have one of these? She's amazing. Absolutely. I told her none of this. Uh, we prepped it none. Um, no, I think that, yeah, there's a lot of that. I think I knew that I, I'm, a, I'm an all-in type of person. Mm -hmm. And um, I think in this industry, it takes a lot of bravery and some big risks mm -hmm. to see a big payoff, uh, a lot of investment. And I was ready to make that commitment and make that investment in myself because I could trust myself. And oh, thankfully, my family, my husband was very supportive of this. And I just, you know, I just grinded hard and learned and absorbed everything I could and then took everything I knew about acting and all of my years in theater and on the mic. And I don't know. I think, you know, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. I know it's not everyone's trajectory, but I think I surrounded myself with some of the best in the industry and learned a lot and I'm still learning every single day. So just grateful for those opportunities and the people that showed me the way and hope to, you know, pass that on. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, our guests are Leah and Sila Hoffman, and they're talking about their careers as a mother-daughter sort of team. And that's kind of interesting. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit. But tell us about the, the studio uh, that you guys built. We've seen pictures of it. We're going to show a, a video of it, and you can sort of describe it as we're running it. You got that set up there, George? I do. I do. Okay. Sweet. You remember this thing? Yeah. This was filmed two years ago uh, when Silo was eight. So I looked all weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope this works. Here we Let's go. Let's take a look. Hey, friends. Welcome to our house. Oh, my yeah, God. Come check out our new studio. Come on in. So we just rebuilt our basement and designed it, and this was a huge part of it. Yeah. Come on inside. We're going to show you what makes this studio so special. <laughs> and so we wanted a space that was easy to be comfortable and invoke conversation, and so it was part podcasting space uh, with fun, colorful energy that really just kind of... It was the vibe. It was the vibe. It kept us inspired um, with top quality equipment. You know, the podcasting, we don't necessarily need the Sennheiser for the show, um, but found some great stuff that worked for us in a nice, comfortable space. And then on the other side of the studio, we have where we're sitting right now, which is our primary voiceover booth station. And it's, it's vibing over here. We got little chalkboards and um, yeah. candles. And Things that make it sweet and make it comfortable and fun and inspiring for us to keep doing what we do. Very cool. Well, that's, yeah. it's possibly one of the, the best looking studios we've seen. We've, we've been in a lot of different studios that are, you know, the incredible investment. And, uh, but yeah, if you put this, if this, yeah, and if this is in your basement, that that's always a big help. Well, we too hope you enjoyed well. the tour. Thanks for stopping by. Get out of here. We got work to do. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of right, gear. It's a lot to set up. There's a lot to yeah. learn. Yeah. 
And I've it wasn't been... always that way. No, trust <laughs> right. me. Skid Row Studios to a isolation I booth that we built. And then when we Dan were and I have been back teaching... to a closet. Yeah. yeah. Dan and I have been teaching how to set up and run this stuff for a long time. And it's yeah, evolving all the time. The gear to use, the cameras, the lights. the It's a lot. So that's a heck of an accomplishment. Yeah. Who helped you along your journey to get all that going? Thank you. Well, actually, we built this during COVID, which was yep. a challenge in so many ways. Yes. Um, my good friend, Tim Tippett's, uh, was oh, uh, always just... Yeah, we um, know Tim. Sure Mr. you do. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Uh, and who doesn't love him if you know him? Um, such a giver to the community and um, mm -hmm. uh, just a gift um, and has become such a good friend of both of ours. That's the tall guy. Oh, tall guy. Yes, super yeah, tall, yeah, guy. tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so for a good part of that, Tim um, was kind of consulting virtually here and there. And yeah. just, you know, I could I could tap him for questions. Um, but because we're here in Atlanta, GIK Acoustics is in the Atlanta area. Yeah. And we're able to kind of also virtually guide me as to uh, our placement of all of our acoustic panels. Yeah. And then I was lucky enough to run into a good friend who owns a studio here, Soundbite, in Atlanta. And uh, Zach was ha uh, happy to sell me some of his panels. These are the Wegner tiles. And we've got those as floats above uh, the cloud float above the studio space. And then we covered them with fabric. And now they look Yeah, now we made them fancy. And we went That's in right. and make them fun. That's but the whole place is double wall insulated. Uh, it's got sound barrier. It's got the green gorilla. Green glue. Yeah, glue yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, the goopies, uh, lots yes, of goopy stuff. Triple pane window and uh, solid core wood door and um it just awesome. feels good and i wanted it to feel good to continue to inspire her yeah. and, and and me to to do our best and keep it sparkly every day you know right mm -hmm. here at home yeah 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 uh once again we're talking with leah and Sila Sila hoffman if you've got a question for them throw it in one of the chat rooms wherever it is you happen to be watching this show and Jeff Holman is standing back there somewhere, and he's typing all your questions down. So thanks, ask Jeff. those questions. We'll get to Bring those it on. in just a little bit. Uh, thanks, just Jeff. A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff's a big star now. He's he's in all these series that were that you watch on TV. It's like, oh, look, there's Jeff. Um, hey, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll uh, see. So, what are some of your favorite projects to date that you've been working on? Sai, what about you? Uh, what have been some of your well, favorites? Not recently, but semi-recently, I did uh, a commercial for Sienna Energy, and I was I really loved doing that. And it's a bunch of different commercials, but I loved doing it because I got to see myself as a CGI bear. Little baby bear, oh, the baby mm. bear, and, and it was fun to energy do the campaign. voices. Yes, and and they just do such a beautiful job in production, and you see them all over the place, and so that's super fun. And I also loved. I did um, Wonder uh, a video game called Wonderscope, and it was a little story, and I was baby bear again with the bears. We got an ongoing theme here, um, <laughs> but uh, that was super fun because I also got to do a voice then. It's augmented reality, which is so cool. It's like next level video gaming for these kids on the iPad and 
all her friends play it, so that's pretty fun. Oh, you were on the Stephen Colbert show. That was like was my favorite for her was, was uh, being on the Colbert show. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Can't stay up late enough, not PG enough to watch it. But yeah. you, yeah. my my girl, are the voice. She was the voice of Lambda. Are it artificial in alder, Artif- uh, artificial intelligence? Do you talk uh, for a living? <laughs> <laughs> You, perf- you so you were playing the role of an um, AI character of Lambda, the Google chatbot. When uh, ah, right. yes, yes, who had yeah. feelings and emotions for once, and and was a- right? observing them. So yeah, yeah, was good. Yes, exactly. And then you did uh, what you won the award for. Oh, nuts.com. <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a little thing. Nah. Just a little thing. It wasn't That's an award, so it was just a little thing. I'd- but what was fun about that is, like, we, you know, we're on, we fly on Delta primarily out of Atlanta, and uh, good because they're a client of mine. But then getting on the plane, and she's getting served the product that I'm that gonna go get. Talking about being nominated for award, talking about so that was fun too. You know, it's great yeah. to see and and eat. The product you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Those awesome. are some good ones. That's great. Once again, if you've got a question, throw it in the chat room because we'd like to hear from all of you who are watching our show right now because this is for you guys. And I'm sure you have questions that have to do with how you get your career moving really fast because apparently Leia really was able to get it in gear. Work hard, play hard, friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Work hard, play Yeah. So what are some of your favorite projects, Leia? Um, you know, I do primarily a lot of a lot of commercial work, but I think my favorite of all time uh, had to be uh, I, I did the opening for the X Games um, in 2021 and 2022. Um, they have since changed hands, and X got sold out of ESPN and into an independent uh, group. So we'll see about that this this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was my favorite because. Moving to Colorado and snowboarding was kind of what brought my voice back after some late teenage years trauma, and um, it's how I connect best with with nature. Oh, you're getting cozy. Okay, we'll get cozy. <laughs> um, and the games are just so um, just so important and so dynamic. And then it was actually what I was nominated for for best television promo um, and the multi-gender category uh, for best promo in at the Again, just a little thing. Thanks, little kid. Thing. Hype it's girl. Pretty, it's pretty cool, and it's not that long. Can I show it? Sure, go can for it. Can you? Well, I mean, She's, I found you, one. It's X Games it. Aspen 2020. Is that can it? Can I run that one? Yeah, I show it. I think so. Yeah, yeah, was it 2020, 21? What year yeah, is it anyway? It came up as 2020 when I searched, so let's take a look at that one. Hopefully that, that one's me. It says oh, it was on your website, Leia. so Leia okay, Hoffman. then yes, <laughs> probably it says voice by Leo Hoffman, so I really hope it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me well, see if I can make this work. Uh, yeah. And this opens I'm, the games, so it was a, it was a big, big honor to see that on a yeah. on ABC. Give me a moment; I'll see if I can get it yeah. together. It, it's, sure. it basically, I can mime it. It's like people flying around all over the place, upside down, <laughs> landing, not landing. <laughs> exactly. Things you could do in your sleep, Dan, right? Right. Oh, no. I, the things I do in my sleep, you know. Here Keep it is, that here to it. yourself. I got exactly. It Please. I, I finally got okay. the, uh, okay. the right tab in the right window. Okay, let's right watch order. X Games. Leia Hoffman. In the unknown, they climb, finding their way. Back to where it all began. Three, two, one. Oh, this is the first one. 
Ah, I missed that. Possibility. Oh, gathering souls. Unified by the freedom to just be. New faces. Experienced. Joy. Frustration. And the pursuit of what has never been done before. Welcome to Progression's Playground. Long, guys, but okay. come to reach new heights. Glory packaged in a dream. Oh my goodness! What? No, their motivations are simpler. You get the idea. You yeah. get the idea and kill them, guys, and kill them, kill them all yeah, out. But that's that is, uh, that's a, a that was actually too, so yes, exactly. Um, and that was the not the one that I won for uh, best promo. Um, yeah. the, the subsequent years were. Yeah, this is more of a narration, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. But the but I'm I was stoked to just be a part of the games and tons yeah. of great commercials, some stuff, great stuff with BMW and Google and Amazon, and um, you know some of our favorite brands. So yeah. it's really nice. Well, well let, let me ask you this: I mean, since you you both won the awards, what can you know? We got a lot of you know a lot of people who are in the voiceover business who watch this show because who else would want to watch it? You know, uh, but, our parents, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. your grandparents, yeah, parents right, and grandparents, yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. My yeah. watch. Hi, what, fam. <laughs> what can talent do or expect to gain from getting some of these awards? You know, that's a good question. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Sure. Yeah. To who? Um, Ego boosting. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, I I really wanted to do that to include Sila in the community of voiceover and i thought if if she got a nomination maybe we would go to the show and and she would get to see that it's not just us talking to ourselves in a box um i mean of course she's been to vo atlanta we went to martha Khan's segment last year with the kids uh kids segment of vo atlanta but this is important to show her what an epic community of people there are in, in, in this industry for me get, uh, getting the award yes really, please really, sorry for me getting the award really gave, gave me recognition that i've been looking for for the six years that i've been doing this um because it's hard when you're talking to yourself and you don't really know that people see you and people are listening like I mean, mm. you know that people are paying attention, especially if you're actually getting things. Like booking a job. Yes. You kind but, of feel like you, you do get the pay here and there, and you get occasional praise. Maybe and, someone says we like that, but a lot of it you never hear You never, never hear see. yourself, and you never hear what other, like generally what other people think, and then getting the Or your award. colleagues, right? The other people in your industry, which is just as important, if not more important, in, in my opinion. And mm. then getting the award may, really made me feel like, oh, wow, I'm good at this, and people are actually, like, paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like, big spark moment. Yeah, and yeah. it was important mm. for me to show her this amazing level of support that the community can have. But then after the event... Um, you know, because of the social media, and I, you never know what, how that's really paying off, but social media may have put us top of mind in, for me, in a certain very, very popular casting director's eyes, who then singled me out and said, I need you out of 10 women in the country to, uh, I want to hear you on the spot that's coming up for a very, very large branding campaign. <laughs> And I booked it off my audition. Um, so for me, like, was that 
was that hand in hand? Maybe, probably not, but just having that ding in the social space to say, oh yeah. I, we did that. Leah Hoffman, oh, I was thinking about, yeah, she might be great for that. And, uh, and, and in other ways, with our agents, with our clients, a talking point to say, hey, uh, you know, our quarterly touch and these are some of the accomplishments that we've been recognized for. Um, and it's just a, a healthy, happy, positive talking point. And um, the world needs a little bit more of that positivity and I think wants to celebrate each other for our successes. So, and I want to yeah. celebrate her. Yeah, mm. I, I have always found that the best reward is when someone sends you a check. <laughs> And it clears, which is yes. even better. <laughs> yes. Yes, what, exactly. Yeah. Once again, we're talking with Leah and Sila Hoffman uh, about their careers. And, uh, of course, I've always been the opinion, you know, if you got a talented kid and you've got a nice voiceover studio, might as well help them pay the rent or at least help them with their college fund. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. How do you manage all that? <laughs> That's not easy. It isn't. Um, you know, we came up with a nice strategy for her to see some of those benefits and those rewards. Do you want to tell them what you make, Sila? Um, well, for starters, I make yada yada yada. Okay, we're, no. Um, uh, for for <laughs> how me, much do you get paid per for, audition? Yeah. Uh, so I we have the system for me. Um, when I do work, is I do I get paid four dollars for an audition. By mm -hmm. my mom to me, mm -hmm. I get um twenty five dollars for a job. I get ten dollars for a tag for a job, and I get fifteen for a session. No. Yeah. Nope. Twenty five bucks for the job and ten dollars for an interview. Great. Yeah. She just made some oh. stuff, you guys, tonight. Thanks. Cha ching. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> we we keep it very simple for I like that. her, that but keeps everything it very, else yeah. gets put into her savings account, and um, and she has, uh, of course, a Roth IRA. She gets paid. She's an earner, and as you may know, six thousand dollars a year. The government says untaxed goes into a high yield savings account for kids, and it. I think we did some calculations Coogan. and. If, she can well coogan as well um but yeah. we can also do that ira the roth and i think we did the math once that if we maxed out her ira every year from the time she was like she started when she was five she'd be a millionaire in interest alone by the time she was 30. so, so she could retire real early <laughs> i mean if they can still retire at a million in, in what That's 20 years it costs the way things are going up these days it's fantastic so yeah, there's yeah, there's some awesome. there's some transparency in what she knows she's mm -hmm. earning from the job, yeah. but that's more important to show you know this is a job, and while you're supposed to keep it fun to keep your kids engaged, at the end of the day, we gotta work, and whether yeah. we feel like it or not, the client doesn't care. Like you gotta show up and be professional, and um and and get it done, and and she does an excellent job at that, even though. There are days where neither one of us feels like. Silo, um, when yeah. did you know? Oh, this is actually a job. Like, because when when we started with little young actors, we try to make it feel like play. We want well, you to be playing and having fun. But when did you know? Oh, this is a job. I have to show up. I that like I have to show up, and I, this ha I have to do. I have to like be present for this. But really hit like maybe two years ago when we made the studio 
And then mm. I I knew this was a job and I could like I I was aware that it was an actual job when I started because I mm. knew that she was making money from it and it was her job and when I got into it I was like this is now going to be my job. Well, I think at a young age too she was she would be in sessions with multiple producers on the call and I'm no longer it's no longer me. It's her, it's mm. her and if she can't carry that conversation and listen to direction. Sometimes I thought once she was like six or seven years old and there was nine people giving input on a call, which is <sighs> insane for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for us experienced pros. Absolutely. Exactly. And then and three of them have accents and she's mm -hmm. like, you know, how do I process this? That was when we were we were working. Um, but she's kept it fun and I think her personality helps keep that <laughs> engaged and keeps it playful and that keeps the spirit and the sparkle alive in the kids voiceover uh, delivery but at the end of the day we have had some you know we've I've like wanted to play sometimes or like I'm not giving no girl you gotta I have, work I don't have like the right attitude and then like if I get a job or I have an audition I've if I book something, I have to come down here and I got to do it. And at the same time, though, we also I also have the wherewithal to say, you know what? Not now. Not now for her to protect her and insulate her energy and her time and her her output and her, you know, her personal space. I will I will turn things down or mm. say somebody that, you know, this is not happening today. Yeah. And you got to respect that, too. They're kids. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Once again, we're talking with Leah and Sila Hoffman. Again, if you've got a question, throw it in the chat room. We have some room for some questions. But we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about your podcast and how much fun you're having doing that. So, There's some uh, questions finally. We've got a few oh, queuing up. All right. We got, yeah. So get those questions in there. We'll be right back here on VoiceOver Body Shop right after these messages. Don't go away. This is the Latin lover narrator from Jane the Virgin, Anthony Mendez. And you're enjoying Dan and George on... The voiceover body shop. Setting up for voiceover recording on the road can be a real hassle. You can't bring your boom stand with you. The solution? After six long months, Harlan Hogan's VoiceOverEssentials.com finally has their popular desktop stand back in stock. The Harlan Hogan Adjustable Height Desktop Stand fits U.S. and all international microphones with its thread adapter. It features quick assembly and has a low center of gravity for great stability, making it great for home and on the road. The two-way adjustable desk stand gives you infinite height adjustment from 5.5 to 8.75 inches, and the rubber-ringed low-profile base fits perfectly into the pre-cut desk stand slot of both the Portabooth Pro and Plus. They're back, and they're keeping the pre-shortage price. Damn inflation has become their motto. The Harlan Hogan Adjustable Height Desktop Mic Stand, just $39.95 and only at voiceoveressentials.com. Hey, that's me on camera. So that means I'm supposed to talk about Source Elements, <laughs> the creators of Source. It's, I'm doing the show long enough that I don't have to remember to do that. I just, it's just a Pavlovian thing. Oh, I'm on camera. Talk about that company. Um, Source Elements is a wonderful Wonderfully run company. In fact, another Voice Arts Awards, I'm one voice, sorry, guys. Another One Voice Awards winner this year, best service provider again. They beat me and Uncle Roy in the same category. Um, 
and uh, but they deserve it. They have an incredibly good um, service backing up this technology of Source Connect. That is what's used to connect studios from place to place remotely all around the world. And anytime you're connecting multiple studios, there's a lot to keep track of. There's definitely a lot of technology. Networking quality has to be very high. And there has to be a way to make sure everything is running correctly and deal with problems when they come up and do it quickly. And that's what they do. They have, again, great support. It's a great technology. It's a female-owned company, which, you know, that's something that's very important to keep in mind. You know, it's just a very great organization. So if you want to get involved, if you want to have Source Connect in your studio, make sure you've got the building blocks of a good studio first. You do need quiet on demand. If you don't know what that is, ask us. <laughs> we know. Um, and then you can get started at source-elements.com and get your account set up and get started using this amazing remote studio technology. Anyway, thanks Source Elements for your support of the show. Really appreciate it over here. And let's get back to the rest of the show to those questions right after this. Well, hey there, it's David H. Lawrence with VO Heroes. And wouldn't it be cool if there was a very simple tool, drag and drop tool that would guarantee that the audio you need to upload to ACX or any other audiobook platform is perfectly set up in terms of the tech standards, the root mean square normalization, the peak normalization, the noise floor. Guess what? There is. And I want you to have it absolutely free. It's called Audio Cupcake. And you can find it at audiocupcake.com. I helped create this software. It was built to my specs and my standards for when I do audiobooks. And I know it's going to work for you. Now, it's only available for Macintosh uh, because you Windows users, you have the ability to use other tools that work for you. But in this case, you edit your final raw WAV file for a chapter. You drop it onto Audio Cupcake, and out comes the 192K mono MP3 file you can upload immediately. That's audiocupcake.com. Audiocupcake.com. I hope you love it. This is Bill Ratner, and you're enjoying Voice Over Body Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. VOBS.TV. Alrighty, we're back. You know, I forgot one little thing from my trip out west. Well, I'm, I am out west. It was actually back east because I was going into Utah. But in Leadville, Colorado, I found this in an antique store. What wow. Is that? We will have to talk about that later, but I like the <laughs> title. Oh, I don't well, no. know. See, there's there's an old joke from back in from back in from my <laughs> time. You call a tobacco shop, you say, Do you have Prince Albert in a can? And they go, Yes we do. Well let him out <laughs> <laughs> That's called a dad joke. That's a dad joke. That is definitely a dad joke. I'm telling that to dad. Oh, wait, no, he's all in here. No, this is not good. Now he's going to hear it. And Anyway. So anyway, the two of you, we've got a few questions we want to get to from our vast worldwide audience. But first, I want to hear about your podcast, She Sounds Like Me. Tell us all about it and the inspiration for the show and any updates we can look forward to. Mm-hmm. You want to start off? Yeah. So what, what got you going doing this? We started the podcast in the beginning of COVID. Uh, COVID-19! Um, but <laughs> it was basi- we basically started it to talk about big topics or com- conflicts and things that were happening in our lives as like a time capsule 
for when for when COVID was done or for whenever or when I grew up or basically yeah, like an audio time capsule we yeah. already had all the gear we had this awesome studio and there was a lot of intense uh, conversations being had in our house and thought hey let's talk about this because I don't know I'm not finding any resources out there about how to speak to your kids about death about bullying about there was uh you know kinds all kinds of harassment going on in the world the politics of covid everything that was pretty heavy but she was seeing from the screen because our tvs were our constant source of information at that time and so we, we started, started recording it, and then we eventually wanted to share them with the world so we put them on uh podcast platforms not really expecting anything to happen just for anyone who wanted to listen and they really just listen. for us and i think we were shocked at how fast um that kind of resonated with people we were getting messages from people all over the world and um it's still just a bootstrapped podcast we're going into our fifth season this fall um we like to say we talk about monster topics made small for conscious kids and they're, and they're modern-minded and they're modern-minded grown-ups. <laughs> uh, and we still do, um, although we had some really big family hardships last year. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of well known out there now. But uh, a year ago, yesterday, uh, tomorrow, I had my first uh, reconstruction surgery for breast cancer, and so uh, I'm fine. I'm fine and happy to be cancer-free now. But it was a lot that our family has gone through and a lot of heavy topics that, you know, the kids, the kids here, and it's more important than ever, I mm -hmm. think, to really listen to our kids and to hear what they have to say so we can make adjustments and apply those to the, to the world. And, and also For to show them, life. yes, but also to show them that their, their voice matters and they can stand up and they can be heard. And, um, and that's this, the show has proven that because the, you know, the response has been incredible. And it's just, I think, the only parent-child chat cast of its kind that's not scripted um, and is bold and is, is and started as young as she was. So, yeah, she sounds yeah. like me. I Following. mean, did you, yeah, did, I, did you find that, you know, you guys just have really great conversations and you just figured, well, I still, we'll start recording this and see what happens? Yeah, that's exactly Pretty right. Much. Yeah, exactly right. Um, that sounds and, familiar. Yeah, it does. Yeah, does yeah, that's guys, how we started our show too. Crazy. <laughs> what a, how ironic. Um, yeah. But as you know, it's you know it's a lot of effort to put in for, especially when you're bootstrapping your own business. You guys are sponsored. We are not. Uh, we have no Patreon. It is fully self-funded labor of love. And um, you know, while we took a little bit of a break, it, it's I, I'm glad that we didn't have anyone else to count on by but ourselves. But we right. still get messages all the time like. What's going on? Where are yeah. you guys? I'm like, sorry, I had cancer. I'll be right back. Um, and so we're we're gonna launch again this fall. Oh, that's great. Thank yeah. you for asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, what kind of topics have you covered, and and what is, what has it sounded like, and why why is it people are just drawn to it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we ask ourselves this. Yeah, it's like 
For some reason, people keep watching us. We're not sure why, but yeah, I mean, we we have hit some hard stuff. Um, you know, school shootings and bullying and racism, mm -hmm. systemic racism, financial issues, the challenges of working together. Um, you know, that's just a tiny, tiny part of it. We really don't bring in the voiceover element uh, as a focal point whatsoever. Um, mm -hmm. More about what's happening in you know in their age group and what they're dealing with, and then what's happening in, in society. Yeah. Uh, it's more about that big yeah. world big world stuff yeah, yeah I'm the, looking at the titles right here on the, yeah. the episodes, yeah. i mean if if i were to ask sila about what do you think about global climate change because i know kids are like totally yeah. really the ones pushing that right now yes what would uh, you say i would say i would say for all those people that don't, aren't believing in global warming and climate change are you living in a hole <laughs> where yeah. where where have you been for the last four years? What mm. four years? Four years, jeez, <laughs> hundred years. I remember this during the Clinton administration for like, crying yeah, out loud. Right, right. <laughs> so I mean, the, the kids will change change the world for us. I hope. Uh, and so you know, we better start listening. And and I think this is just our little attempt at that. Yeah. Once mm. again, if you've got a question for Leah and Sila about all the stuff that they're doing. Throw it in the chat room right now. We've got one here from uh, Fiber Jazz. Yeah, Fiber Jazz. What a great handle. Yeah. I, that's that's nice really handle. different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. They ask, does Sila have regular sessions with a voiceover coach? Mm -hmm. Well, the, I don't have regular sessions, but I have occasional. I have a, like. I had a singing coach when a, yeah, a that while was a ago. regular because that's a huge part of uh, the work that kids are asked to do on a regular uh, basis. So she would do uh, weekly classes, one-on-one uh, -on -one privates with a singing coach for probably the last three years. And then mm -hmm. Courtney um, Cutchins, shout out to our our girl, Sea Dragon, Sea Dragon Songhouse. <laughs> yes, and then uh, Sarah Sherman, as far as um, her VO coaching goes, and Sarah Sandy Sherman, DeLonga. Sandy Delonga, who's amazing, Martha Kahn, as you know, Kelly Buttrick has helped out, Nicole Britton, um, all kinds of pros in their own way. But I haven't had any like regular, oh, once a week coaching. I've had like little spurts mm -hmm. here and there, or workshops and things like that. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think are some of the things that you could improve upon? That's a great question. That is a great question. That's why I um, improve I could, I could, re I do do, I do. You do do? <laughs> I do do. do, I do, said do a body da, word. Da, da. Do, do, da, da, da. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I could work on, I normally, when I'm reading a script, I hear something one way in my mind, and then I, I'm, I think I'm changing it every time I'm saying it, but I'm not. I'm like mm. just repeating the same thing over yep. and over again. And so I need more to variation. I need to work on like being able to actually make my mouth say something else than what I'm listening we, to. We all do, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but she actually does an incredible job at uh, variations in immediate takes. Uh, it's, I mm -hmm. think, one of your strong points. So that's interesting to hear you say that but i know where that's coming from she had an animation project today that we had to pull her out of school for um and i to, was just saying complete. the same thing over yeah. and over again I and was i'm like, like you're not reading the book you got it we're, we're in session right now you gotta change that up <laughs> right so, mm -hmm. yeah that's a good interesting point. yeah mm -hmm. you want to take the second part of that george yeah and uh, he also asked are there any groups or organizations specifically for children voiceover actors where they can share their interest tips and challenges 
Not really, which yeah. sucks because yeah. I. Well, start one then. <laughs> In your spare time. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Thanks, Welcome jazz to kids. hands. Welcome Five. to kids. Kids chat about voiceover like adults. Let's, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about talking. No, but yeah. Martha Kahn's program uh, with VO Atlanta, the kids segment last year was a big hit. It was the first time I had seen in group multiple kids in varied age ranges from what, like six to 16, really um, come together and be able to coach together in group and then also share some of their own personal experiences and then have also sessions where the parents were hearing from these coaches or these professionals or these other pro children. And we hope to join them in uh, next year's session as presenters, as we were asked last year and hope to join them this year. Um, but other than that, Atlanta voiceover studio sometimes does uh, kids sessions. They do a workshop or six week programs. And so they're a great resource that, that we know of here. But sadly, there's like no, like really talking about, like how you're dealing with things and the yeah. stress that you're getting from the jobs for kids. I mean, like, I have this person right here, but I don't have any, like, I don't have any friends that do this too. Mm, and right. um, I know, like, some some friends that live very far away and I know of them, but I don't, like, I don't talk to them and there's no, like, real communication level of... Dude, this is a this is a whole idea. I just see it coming. My marketing mind just went blah, 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 blah. KCVO. Thanks, Michael <laughs> from Facebook. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, we'll, we'll, it's it's something worth growing on. I think there's a great new book. Um, those kids that were in the same category as you, there's like eight of them. I don't know. Their parents just wrote a book about it, but they're not voice actors. So I can't really, and I've never read it. So I don't want to give that out as a resource, but it's interesting because sometimes when they do zoom workshops, you know, you might have eight kids coming in from all over the country and keeping their attention in a three hour workshop. Let me just say that that does not work no. for kids. So, you know, I Our wish attention spans are like not that yeah. long. Like a nap. Having been a teacher, <laughs> like a tell nap. me about it. I, I used to teach mm, high school. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Anyway, no. question from Cliff Hoffman. Oh, it's our dad. And, and, yeah, I was going to say, in relation. Have you guys ever worked <laughs> together on a job? Great yes. question, oh. Cliff Hoffman. Thank you. I have, wow. <laughs> yes, okay. actually, we've done quite a few. I think what's cool is that a lot of times when you get auditions from agents or even casting sites, they'll say, hey, if you have a kid at home and you want it, there's a parent-child conversation happening here, you want to get your kid on it. Sometimes that's how kids, you know, get the role or, or start their career even. Um, and so we've done some stuff for... Sesame Street. Yeah. Pandora. It, well, she's she was the first, the youngest child on the Pandora roster uh, f years ago when she started when she was five. And so since then, we're oh, still on, we're still with Pandora. Um, shout out to them. And, and, and because of that, we are on a lot of duo spots through Pandora, like oh. HBO, uh, Sesame Street, um, some local bank type commercials and grocery stores and the convo back and forth thing is usually our hotspot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're pa at Pandora, we might, you and I, you guys might be able to work with me because I do stuff with Pandora too. It's, See? It's fun stuff. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice work if you can get it, as the song says. Yeah, uh, exactly. 
Yeah, they're very picky about who they have doing their stuff. And, they are, and uh, and Steve Pogash and the whole crew at Studio Resonant, uh, shout out to them, love working with them, and have they've just been so good to us for years. And the same goes for our friends at Sunspots. So uh, with both of those big production houses, that ha- happens to give a lot of work, especially for a duo. Excellent. Yeah. George, you want to take that next question from Michael Bleha? Sure, sure. Um for both of you, what sorts of projects or VO genres do you find you do most consistently and which are your favorites? Commercials. Commercials. They pay the most and they take the least amount of time. And they're really fun. And they're super fun. <laughs> Although, simple answer. I prefer promos, television promos in show narration. That's I have like a super deep warmth um, and a, a, a big versatility in my range. And so... Because of that, uh, it lends really nicely in the promo space, uh, especially for sports promo and things like that, and in show narration. Like X Games. Like the, <laughs> it's my hype girl. She's the best. Um, and Sila w- would love to do, I think, more animation. Cause yeah, what- but I really enjoy commercials because I, uh, I do, even though it is not, it's not technically animation, like even though there can be things. Animated commercials. Yeah, animated but commercials. So- but I really like being able to play with the little, like, different, like, conversations and brands mm. that I know. And, like, being mm. able to see a brand that I know while doing the brand that I know. Like, Nuts.com, I knew Nuts.com before I did that. And mm. it was fun because I was able to, I knew what the product was. And that's, like, It makes like, it fun. easier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because you're like, you're like, I know what that is. I can actually be hype about that. I, right. can, I can do that. Interesting is that uh, since we're in Atlanta, and even though we, uh, shout out to Source Connect, um, can connect to anyone in the world from our pro studio here, it is interesting. Post-pandemic, now that we're out of the fray or uh, the big wave, um, it's it seems like they are wanting kids to be in studio for more more and more than than they were before and so we had a little window of time where we had the advantage being here in atlanta with a pro studio as far as animation goes it seems like if you're in la they want you in la and that's really hard for kids um and so right now uh those opportunities are fewer and far between yeah i think that's going to change though either once once things are settled down here in hollywood and they realize look there's some a lot of talented kids out there who can, sure who can do this type of work yeah great uh, question though thank yeah. you one last question from Jeff Holman. Uh, he says, he grew up in Denver. What radio station did you work for? KAZY or KPPI that rocks the Rockies? KFMU. KFMU in Steamboat Springs. Steamboat Springs. And then our, my show was syndicated through, um, and I couldn't give you the call letters now. There was several mountain towns uh, out there that that show got picked up on, but I was like, the Yampa Valley Zone, KFMU. Yampa Valley yes. Zone, KFMU. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck you... in Steamboat Spring? God, that's... Stuck. Stuck oh is a beautiful place. Heaven. Heaven. If, we still if, go if you back. ski, it's like, why, why ski anywhere else? I'd love no, the, the snowboarding. Snow snowboarding. snowboarding. Okay. Yes, Dan. That's, I'm, <laughs> Thank you. It's a, the next generation Knuckle after draggers. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, it has been fabulous having you with us tonight we've been looking forward to talking to you and congratulations we again have on to your... leave? what we have to leave well, you, you don't, don't have, have to go to home leave. but you can't stay he here, yeah, you can't stay here. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
Re- reminds me when we used to do the show and when I was back in Buffalo and my wife would say, Jacob needs to go to bed. Stop your <laughs> show. Hear, you would hear bump, 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 bump. We knew it was, we knew someone was coming upstairs. Anyway, thanks yeah. for being with us. Again, if uh, people want to listen to your podcast, where can they hear it? She, she sounds like me. me.com and anywhere you find podcasts. Yes. Yeah. And you can find both of us at leahhoffman.com or Sila's is silagrace.com. There you go. Um, and yeah, we're all on the socials. You can connect with me. I'm mostly on Instagram at Leah Hoffman and uh, happy to answer any questions or follow up with any of your amazing listeners. So thanks for having us tonight, Super gentlemen. And all thanks right. to everybody out there watching. Leah and Sila Hoffman, thanks for being with us. Thank you. All righty. All right, we're going to take a quick break and re-rack it for Tech Talk, so don't go away. We'll be right back. You're still watching VLBS? (laughs) Your dynamic voiceover career requires extra resources to keep moving ahead. There's one place where you can explore everything the voiceover industry has to offer. That place is voiceoverextra.com. Whether you're just exploring a voiceover career or a seasoned veteran ready to reach that next professional level, stay in touch with market trends, coaching, products, and services while avoiding scams and other pitfalls. VoiceOver Extra has hundreds of articles, free resources, and training that will save you time and help you succeed. Learn from the most respected talents, coaches, and industry insiders when you join the online sessions, bringing you the most current information on topics like audiobooks, auditioning, home studio setup, and equipment, marketing, performance techniques, and much more. It's time to hit your one-stop daily resource for voiceover success. Sign up for a free subscription to newsletters and reports. It's all here at voiceoverextra.com. That's voiceoverxtra.com. Well, now I get to do what George does, which is a live spot with no script. And we're going to talk about (laughs) voiceactor.com. Voiceactor.com is the place to get your website. If you don't have a website yet and you're a voice actor, chances are no one's going to even know you're there. So you have to have a website. It's part of the professional things you have to have, and you have to have a good one. But it's not easy to get a website. So my good friend Joe Davis and the folks over at VoiceActorWebsites.com came up with a great new concept, VoiceActor.com. Totally templated websites you can start for free and get yourself online with their easily templated websites. And the thing about a template is you can change the colors, you can change the text, you can put the pictures you want in there. But the most important thing with any voice actor website is that it has, well, one, your name, uh, two, your contact information, but most importantly, your demos. And you don't really need a whole lot. Um, people tend to make these big, elaborate websites. You, it's like catching people's attention right off the bat when you're doing a spot. You simply have to get their attention, get, get your name, your voice, and your contact information. And that's really what's most important. And then if you want to continue with that, it's $20 a month uh, to be online and have a server and all the things that you need to have in a website. So go over to voiceactor.com. That's voiceactor.com and check it out and get your own website up and running like that. 
We are the World Voices Organization, also known as WOVO. We're the not-for-profit industry association of freelance voice talent. VoiceOver is a complex entrepreneurial business. WOVO is there to promote the professional nature of voice work to the public, to those already established in their voiceover practice, and to those who want to pursue voiceover as a career. Membership benefits include a supportive and creative community, a profile and demos on voiceover.biz, our searchable directory of vetted professional voice talent, our exclusive demo player for your personal website, our mentoring program, business resources, and our video library, our annual WovoCon conference, a fun and educational weekend with other members with the chance to learn and network, webinars and great speakers, and weekly social chats with other members around the world. If your world is voiceover, make Wovo part of it. World Voices Organization. We speak for those who speak for a living. Yeah, hi, this is Carlos Ellis Rocky, the voice of Rocco, and you're watching VoiceOver Body Shop. And we're back to say goodbye for at least this hey, segment. Our thanks I know, again. I know Leia's still there, and I want to tell her that Martha knows that we talked about her, and she appreciates it, and she's absolutely proud and crazy about them. So Martha Khan says hi. All right. Yeah, well, we can tell that these these two got got personality. They got game for what what it takes to succeed in this business, you know, talent and the ability to market themselves, which is great. Yeah. Um, we need to thank all sorts of people, but first we need to tell you that next week on this very show, unless you stick around for a little bit, uh, will be Tech Talk number one hundred and ten, uh, and yeah, we've been doing it that long. Uh, and if you've got any questions, make sure you throw them in the chat room. Uh, and then uh, in the next couple of weeks, I know we have Harlan Hogan's going to be joining us and to complain about something. Uh, and <laughs> then uh, we've got a lot of other great guests as we as the as the year moves on. How can it almost be October already? For crying out loud! Anyway, uh, let's see here. People want to work with you, George. Where do they go? Yeah, now George the dot tech. If you want deals, go to George the dot tech slash vobs Alrighty, and uh you can meet me meet me over at homevoiceoverstudio.com but we'll talk about that in tech talk need to thank our donors of the week like greg cooper oh grace newton christopher epperson robert leadham stephen chandler casey clack jonathan grant thomas pinto greg thomas a doctor voice voice uh antland productions Martha Khan. Martha Khan. But she's gotten lots of mentions tonight. We love that. Uh, yeah, 949 Designs. Sarah Borges. Philip Sapir. Brian Page. Rob Ryder. Shauna Pennington Baird. Don Griffith. Trey Mosley. Diana Birdsall. Maria Mackis. And Sandra Manwiller. Hey, you can join our mailing list too so you can see what great guests we've got coming up. Just go to our website, vobs.tv, and click on subscribe and it'll take you there also need to thank our amazing sponsors like harlan hogan's voiceover essentials voiceover extra source elements voheroes.com voiceactor.com and worldvoices.org where i'm not only a client i am the president so i said join now uh we need to thank of course the amazing jeff holman whose imdb is jeff holman <laughs> That's makes right. it easy not to easy, find. Not it. hard to find. I'm new no. to <laughs> me slash Jeff Holman. Right. All you have to do is watch That's TV. One L H O L M A N. M A N. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, for all his work in the chat room tonight, 
and Sumerlino for really being on the ball tonight with all those cues of, okay, got to get this thing on there. So we really appreciate Just that. Just as she's gotten good at it, we're going to make her learn a whole <laughs> new system. Yeah, right, Sue? Ex- exactly. <laughs> she's so excited. Yeah. And, of course, Lee Penny <laughs> for being just Lee Penny. Well, look, this isn't an easy business, but we bring you the people that know and succeed in this business and how to succeed in this business, and that's really why we're here to help you out with your voiceover business. But we've really come to the conclusion, if it sounds good... If it sounds good... It is good. It is good. (laughs) I'm Dan Leonard. I'm George Whittem. And this is VoiceOver... Body Shop. Or V-O-B-S. Stay tuned for Tech Talk. Thanks, everybody.